lot of people are saying, oh, it's a gravel race now. And I just want to point out there is less gravel this year than there was in 2018. I, I, it's a mountain bike race. And if you don't think it is, I invite you to try it on a gravel bike. I've, <laughs> I've done it on a cross bike with 35s. I've done it on a drop bar bike with 650s and mountain bike wheels. And uh, I've put tens of thousands of miles <laughs> in the woods on drop bar bikes. And I would tell you, I would not ride a gravel bike this year. Ooh, I, interesting. It's not, you might think it's a good idea, but it's not. KOM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I am your host, Trevor, and folks, it is that time of year again. The days are getting shorter, temps are dropping, leaves are changing, Iceman is upon us. In less than two weeks from this episode release, uh, thousands of people, including myself, will be ripping through the woods in between Kalkaska and Traverse City, Michigan, in what has certainly become one of the most important races in the country. It's been a couple years, of course, since we've all experienced the race, and uh, I wanted to know a little more info about the weekend, so I called up Cody Sovis to get uh, him on the record, uh, race director Cody Sovis, of course, to bring us up to speed. Um, this episode is short and sweet, focusing uh, just on Iceman, but don't worry, and if we'll be coming out with more content here soon, including, I'm sure, more Iceman stories. Um, if you are searching for more Iceman in the meantime, leading up to the day, the race day, Check out some of our back catalog where we have multiple dedicated episodes, including way back in episode 13 when we interview uh, the 2019 men's champ, Alexi Vermeulen, personally one of my favorite episodes. And one more thing before we get to Cody, I will be at the Expo Packet Pickup all day Friday um, at the KOM Cycling booth. Come check out some of their awesome products and also say hi to me. It would be really cool to see and chat with all of you in person. And uh, there may be a hot mic present possibly. Maybe get some Iceman field recordings or something. It'll be fun. So come say hi. All right. Let's hear more about this year's Iceman Cometh Challenge. Hey, thanks for um, taking the time. I know that uh, yeah. you are, especially now, incredibly busy. There's a lot going on. A little bit, I'd say. Um, so uh, I know that there's been a lot of information. You want you want to just jump into it? Just like get, yeah. get right down to it? Okay. Yeah, that's how we've been living life for a couple of weeks now. So cool. um, full speed. 
So there's a lot of information that you guys have been putting out about Iceman um, between the emails, social media posts, uh, your website. I thought it'd be pretty cool to just have that in audio format, maybe like a sure. one-stop audio shop, you know, for people that want to get some of that yeah. information. Um, That's useful. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a lot of questions I have, but before we get to some of those details, I want to ask you, like, how excited are you for Iceman to be coming back after a two-year hiatus? It feels real, finally. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, it's uh, the type of thing that you know, it's for for when I, for the the people listening, it, it's uh, October twenty-first, and uh, <laughs> the Gazette just went out, so fo- local folks got them in the mail today. Um, other people will be getting them before the weekend, kind of in other parts of the state. Uh, they're showing up at, at bike shops here in Traverse city. So like that, that's always just sort of that tangible thing that, that it's real, but, uh, from you, I can also tell you like the, the work that's been going into 2021 definitely started in 2019, you know, and this is, we've picked up a lot of things that started, you know, so long ago and it's kind of just nice to see it coming together. And, you know, we're definitely counting down to to race day and all the things are falling back into place and uh we're pumped yeah. finally happening yeah so busy of course excited are you a little nervous especially after that kind of that little break yeah there's definitely like me especially like what am i not thinking of is, is definitely one but um we're also just lucky that we have so many people involved in the race that are done this a million times and you know there's so many smart people involved it with the committee and all of our volunteers and you know at timber ridge the venue itself that you know people know what they take care of and if they need stuff they they get they reach out and and uh we have the people that can make it you know make things happen so yeah so let's talk about the race or the weekend um you mentioned timber ridge tell me about the things that um you know, those mainstays, those things that we can count on. What's, what is there that we can, uh, what's still happening? So Timber Ridge finish, um, airport start, what else can we count on for the weekend? Yeah. So we're back at the, back at the airport this year. Um, you know, uh, Timber Ridge is such a fixture of the event and a lot of ways it's the face of the event, you know, it's the, yeah. that's the association they make. So, and I definitely feel like Timber Ridge is like home, like going up there, year round just you know kind of feels like a vacation uh here in town but uh yeah i mean most of the pieces of the the race that everyone is familiar with are there um you know going through the weekend the expo is back it's uh we did uh trim some things so there'll be fewer vendors that's going to leave more room for walking around people can give each other a little elbow room nice um which i think is a, a great thing there'll be uh there is a, a mask requirement um and I, I think there absolutely should be as long as or as well as with uh anyone using the shuttles um on race day itself uh but the expo is going to be there and it's uh, still a place to pick up your packet and um there's still a lot of really cool vendors to check out. We've had uh, people, you know, that have been checking in on this for, for two years now. So they're excited to be back. Um, the resort is certainly excited to have, have everyone back. And uh, uh, probably the, the biggest change this year that's worth mentioning that will just, you know, people will want to plan on um, Timber Ridge for your, your Friday pre-ride. Uh, 
you're going to need to buy a parking pass beforehand. Um, otherwise, we just encourage you to park either at the field off of uh, Rasho Road, which is the Rasho Farm, not at the elementary school. Um, but it's also just as easy to park at like Bartlett Road or uh, Sand Lakes Quiet Area and sort of access that that Vasa pathway square from a different side. So it's still pretty, pretty accessible, easy to get the ride in. It's going to be totally marked by Friday. You'll have, you have no trouble uh, navigating those last few miles and getting back to where you started to. Very nice. Yeah. That's uh, good to know. And you mentioned the expo, which I'm excited for. I'll be there with, uh, well, with dirty chain and also with KOM cycling, which is exciting. Um, yeah. And, uh, Will Bell still be there at the at the expo? They'll have a presence. Yeah, they'll they'll be hanging around. Um, okay. There's definitely uh, some some worries about you know having having uh, food and drink, so that'll be a bit of a challenge, and um, you probably won't see very much of that. You just have to have a snack outside. Okay. Um, but okay. there's going to be plenty of bells at the finish. So yeah, for sure. I, what I like about this is uh, when I'm in there, I, I typically I've been going to the start line in Kalkaska. I don't have to hear people say, oh, I had too much beer. I'm hung over this morning for race. You don't get that excuse anymore without having as much bells as you want at the expo. Now, you know, you're, you're down one excuse. There's plenty of others, but you're down one. Well, I mean, I, I will tell you, I was a little worried because I planned to be at the expo from the beginning with KOM. And, uh, and I was like, man, if there's a lot of beer there, it's going to be hard not to be drinking like the it's whole day. It's a long so. day. <laughs> So good. Yeah, thank it's you. a long day. Thank you, Cody. One for... an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, so let's talk about the course a little bit. Um, I know you've you have a pretty extensive write up on on your website about some of the changes you've made. Um, will you yeah. give us a couple highlights of um of the course and um what we can expect? Yeah. Well, I I've kind of said um since I started helping out with the race that my whole goal with the course is that it's different every year. You know, the uh, one of the, the things I think that has made this event last for three decades now is that there's some element of, un, of it being unpredictable or, or different. And races that rely on the exact same course year after year, you know, even the best recipes get a little bit tired. Um, so the whole idea behind this course is change it up as much as we can each year, you know, uh, in 2019 was the most climbing that the race had ever seen. And almost a good chunk of it was in the last like six miles. <laughs> so it was a very, very, uh, it was an especially tough course and especially tough race. Um, this year, you know, if you're comparing it to, you know, if you, you pull up your Strava file to 2018 and you look at the file for this year, there, it, it, it's really similar to, to Iceman's past. The, the big difference is just that, uh, when you get to the Vasa, you're going left. You know, it's still pathway. Um, it does take out uh, the two big climbs that have been taken out uh, are the Boonenberg and Anita Hill, which we've done Anita Hill. You've done Anita Hill. <laughs> Everyone that's done Iceman has done it. It's a cool thing, but it's, uh, you know, for the, even the, the slowest riders, it's like a minute and a half uh, right. event out of, you know, two, two and a half three, three and a half hour day. So like it's not a huge, a huge piece. And the whole idea with the change is uh, we're going to go left. That makes it flatter and faster for ways. But um, you know, I wrote it with my brother a couple weeks ago and we got done. He was like, that is a deceptively hard finale because it's, they're not steep climbs. The numbers aren't, 
aren't very gaudy, but there are two very sustained, gradual, challenging climbs that, that set you up for what's still a really hilly last, last 5k you do, um, the CC climb, um, which, or bench hill, as some people call it, there's a couple of rollers and then we're going, we're doing Madeline's, which will include another, uh, short, sharp climb with a ton of sand at the bottom of it too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not, people are like, Oh, it's a flatter race. Well, it's only about 80 feet less elevation. And, you know, the last 5k are the same. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out. We are probably the other big one is, uh, we're going back down water bottle hill. I heard that. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're kind of cutting out the water bottle hill bypass and like, that's not gone forever. I kind of think of all of these, all of the parts of the course as a module, like you can mix and match these pieces every year. And, um, I think this year it'll be cool to go back down water bottle hill for the first time. I want to say since 2016. So it's been a while. Um, it's still rough, but it's a mountain bike race. Even. <laughs> uh and i think uh i think it'll be great there's uh i don't really go on the facebook very often but uh a lot of people are saying oh it's a gravel race now and i just want to point out there is less gravel this year than there was in 2018 and nobody called it a gravel race that was the <laughs> first year kabush won it on a drop ball bike but like nobody jumped out on their their gravel bike that that year and there's less this year so okay, I, I, it's a mountain bike race. And if you don't think it is, I invite you to try it on a gravel bike. I've, <laughs> I've done it on a cross bike with 35. I've done it on a drop bar bike with 650s and mountain bike wheels. And uh, I've put tens of thousands of miles <laughs> in the woods on drop bar bikes. And I would tell you, I would not ride a gravel bike this year. Ooh, I, interesting. It's not, you might think it's a good idea, but it's not hot take, or I guess the opposite of hot take. I don't know, but <laughs> the, uh, I, this reason so full take. Yes. Um, I had, uh, heard that there's a bit of two track and, uh, a big thing I heard is there's a lot of sand and, um, people have been kind of like who have gone up to the out and back said, Oh, that's, it's Sandy, you know? And of course they're always Sandy, but you know, after riding, uh, the Barry 100 course on a, uh, gravel bike, I'm just like, bring the sand. I'll, I'll be on the 29 or, you know, like who cares? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think the, for me, the biggest thing is like, uh, the only way for us to get onto the course from the airport is that Sandy two track. We can't go left to Smith Lake road. We can't go because of, of emergency evac concerns. We can't go right because, uh, there's a lot of traffic trying to get to the start. Yep. So we have to take that Sandy two track. And I really think if you hop on that, that two track, uh, by yourself, uh, you can probably ride it. No problem. Nine times out of 10 on a drop bar bike, but on race day, you will not have that luxury. You're going to be with, you know, 80 to a hundred other people who don't care about your line. <laughs> they don't care about how much space you need to, you know, to, to bobble and stay up. Like, uh, and I really think if you, you know, a bobble early can cost you minutes because you might not end up with the people you sort of hmm. should be with. So it's almost like a game theory. You know, if everybody was in that boat, it might work out okay. But, you know, if a couple of people aren't, you could be, you could be uh, chasing from, you know, the first five minutes of the race till timber. Yeah. And then of course, a, uh, there'd be a unique 
finish at Timber Ridge as usual? Yeah. So uh, this year I took, uh, uh, I had a really cool finish done. And then Gordon up at Timber Ridge decided to uh, create about 30 more campsites. <laughs> so we had to read. We had to rejigger things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the finish this year is going to look a lot like it did in 2019, but uh, like a hundred yards to the left. Okay. <laughs> Just we had to kind of shift everything over to the to the east a little bit. So it'll still be a pretty fast, uh, exciting finish. Again, my whole thing about the finish is all of our racers go out and they have this fast, fun, exciting race. I want you know. Uh, the wife and the husband and the friends that come to see you, I want them to see you going fast, <laughs> like, awesome. and you know, like not creeping around and going slow. And because like, I remember the first time I did it, my girlfriend at the time came and watched and, you know, it was like a finish. Where I was going like eight miles an hour in a single <laughs> track. And she's like, wow, I thought, I thought you guys went faster than that. And I was like, well, we did like everywhere else. We were going really fast. Where you just didn't see it. But yeah, so I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be a it's a, a fun finish, and you'll be able to see the 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 beer right from right from the finish line. Perfect. Immediately located. Awesome. Uh, so um, let's talk about uh, first timers. Um, I know you put up a thing about the the different pros coming um, in the women's field and the men's field. Are there any notable first time professionals that are going to join us? Yeah. Uh, Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember all of them. Sorry. Uh, the one, uh, Cole Patton, I think that's a really cool one. We worked on him for a long uh, a long time. Uh, the Mackies, they're both coming. Um, we we have uh, – who else is coming? There's another new, new one that we worked on hard. I can't remember. Sorry. No, that's all right. Oh, Paige Peters. Oh yeah, local and, uh, uh, local Michigan Paige Peters. Yeah, she's coming up and she's bringing her teammate. I can't remember her name. Marielle, Marielle something. She's from Cuba. Oh, cool. We had a little, we had a little cross check with the uh, the UCI to make sure she could she could get here. And oh, interesting. So she's in. She's gonna be here. Very cool. Um, yeah, and then we've got you know Alexi's coming back. Uh, Jeff Kabush somehow got into the country at some point and won't leave. Uh, he's gonna come race. Awesome. Uh, Katarina Nash will be there. Great. Uh, that's, I think, confirmed. Okay. My inbox is very deep right now, so <laughs> I've I've lost track of some of these guys. But yeah, I, I think it'll be great. I think it's a good good pro field, and uh, I think the course will sort of lend itself for uh, an exciting race. Through, you know, right from the gun, rather than it being any sort of set piece towards the at the end on the Vasa. Uh, I think uh, it'll be a lot like a classics race. You know, anything can anything can stick. And uh, one thing, if you give cyclists too much time to to think about chasing, they might think themselves right out of it. So I think that might even work out this year too. Very cool. That's exciting. I'm I'm excited to uh, just as usual just be at the the finish and watch the pros come in because that's just such a fun part of the day after you've experienced it and uh yeah rode the course and then just hanging out and uh with your friends and watching the pros come through i mean that's like one of the highlights i think of of the Iceman experience for sure um yeah, yeah. I, 
I want to ask you or give you a chance to, if you want to address um, the waves. And I know that um, probably every year when the wave assignments come out, there's a little bit of maybe, uh, I don't know, controversy is not the correct word, but... Um, we're, all, well, we're all wave one, man. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. I think, um, yeah, I, I, I just want to, I think it'd be helpful for people to hear from you, like what... Yeah. Um I, I, I think it was pretty clear on the on the email that was sent out about like what was that there might have been a, a couple shake ups in the waves and uh what your thinking bit. behind that was, but um and I'm sure you've been getting a lot of uh questions about it, so I thought maybe yeah. this would be a good time to address that. Yeah. Um so folks that remember when we had like the Ice Society, which was a great tool to have for a while that was something that we could link to Strava and we Strava played a role, but um, it was still, you know, almost entirely predicated on previous race results, uh, you know, your previous race times. Um, so when we moved away from that site, uh, just because it uh, changes with Strava and API made it kind of too expensive to, to actually upgrade, think like, you know, entire waves would be paying just to, to make this upgrade. It, it was a sizable amount. Um, you know, we said we have access to Google Excel, which is all this, alg you know, that site algorithm is doing. Let's do it. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we took that information and, uh, you know, the, the crew spent an awful lot of time getting it set up and cross-checking information and making sure everybody's account was up to date. We took data from our, you know, our, our history, uh, race history. We checked it against what we have saved on sites like athlinks.com, um, you know, double-checked people's accounts there. Uh, and, you know, then we hit send. Um, and the whole algorithm was uh, basically weighted to reward people that race a lot. Um, people that have raced with us in the past, you know, we try to give people that uh, support the race a little bit more of a nod. Um, you know, it, that's the the same attitude we take into, you know, giving uh, last year's racers first dibs at registration, you know, the year after. Um, and, you know, it wasn't perfect. We some sometimes some people got kicked away to the back. Um, but as after we went through it, a big, uh, you know, there were some factors that went into it. One thing was uh, people that use their name a little interchangeably. If you were a mm -hmm. David, uh, some years you might have been a Dave and your times may not have, have loaded correctly. Uh, you know, I can't tell you how many Michael and Mike's that I came across. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, you know, think of all those all those little variations and you extrapolated over 5000 people and it, it's hundreds of people. Um, the same thing was there's quite a few riders that did not get their birthday right. There's a couple of people that <laughs> it happens, you know, clicking buttons is tough. I mean, I've messed it up. I have, uh, I had some issues with uh, my daughter's uh, birthday that got it wrong a couple of times. I was a week <laughs> off, uh, you know, I've been there. Um, but those were, those were a big chunk of the, the problems. And I give, you know, I spent, uh, I spent myself about 12 hours going through waves over the past week and a half or so, um, which was tough just because it's not my full-time job. Uh, so it's tough to, to fit in, but the foundation crew spent, I can't even tell you how many hours, uh, you know, replying to emails and 
you know, they didn't just say no, they, they took a lot of time to investigate those claims and say, yep, you know what, you, you know, we were missing your time and uh, getting people into the right spot. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just looking at it as this year, we, we learned a system. Um, we tried to fix as many errors as, as we possibly could. And I hope everybody can still realize as Steve Brown always says, it's just a bike race, you know, you first place, last place, if you had fun, that's, what's, that's what matters. So, uh, I hope people know that we really have put an effort into getting them where they in the right spot, but you know, where, where do you start wave one or, or wave 44, just enjoy it because it's, it's a bike race, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I agree. Thank you for that. And thank you for yeah. all of the, uh, the info that you dropped yeah. on us yeah, absolutely. today. Um, super cool. I am excited for it. And, uh, I know a lot of people are, a lot of people are talking about it and ready for Iceman to come back and be, yeah, we can't at, wait to have it back. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, cool. Unless there's anything else. I think, I think we're good, man. No, uh, my brain's fried. Wait till race <laughs> can't be, day. Can't be fried yet. Fry. You got, you got a little bit more to go. <laughs> Oh man, dude. all I gotta do is get to Friday. Race day's easy. Once you say go, it's like it's gone. Like there's no hit and pause. That's everybody else. When you start my days, my my task is over. That's just a show. Yeah, for Great. sure. Cody, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for the time you've been yeah. putting into this. Thank you to uh, your crew and team for uh, all the work they've done so far, and uh, can't wait for Iceman. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and I, thanks to all the racers for, uh, for coming back this year. We can't wait to have you. The Dirty Chain Podcast is a Michigan Midpack Media production in partnership with KOM Cycling, the source for your bike accessories and necessities. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast. Email dirtychainpodcast at gmail.com. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you use to listen. Audio editing and original music by myself, Trevor Gibney. A huge thank you to Cody Sovis for dropping some Iceman knowledge on us today. And of course, thank you all for listening to the Dirty Chain Podcast. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. We will see you in the mid-pack.